when I'm training a dog, I, I can train the dog for its own good. Yeah. But some of the selfishness that comes from like, I just want you to behave a certain yes. way and do yeah. things for me because it's convenient for me. Right. I can't just dominate you into doing that. Right. Otherwise, I'm not really respecting like your yes. rights to be your own Right. And so there's a certain amount of frustration that sometimes comes with that of when we realize, yeah, we don't actually have like all the control, control here. Yeah. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, the side, where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Zoe. Welcome back to Real FM Rewind B-Side. My name is Kara, hanging out with Anson and Zoe in the studio. How's it going, guys? Good. 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 Glad to be hanging out with y'all again and uh, excited to hear about Zoe's on repeat this week. For my on repeat, we've got Drink Water by John Batiste, John Bellion, and Fireboy DML. So there's a lot of people there that worked on people. this song. And yeah. I, I'm not I'm very new to like some of the music that we play on Real FM, which is great because I'm learning things and like listening to new music. But I didn't know any of these names. I was <laughs> like, who are these people? Google, nice. Google, Google. Turns out that there's this is an interesting group of people. Uh, but the song, let's just start with uh, Drink Water, because as I was looking up this song, it is described as a song about hydration and anxiety. <laughs> And I just love that description. It's awesome. <laughs> hydration and anxiety. How many songs have you heard before about hydration? <laughs> hydration and anxiety. Not too many. Now that you mention it. And the, awesome. Yeah, and this song like stuck out to me just because I have heard previously in my life that if you are feeling anxious or stressed, you should drink cold water oh. and it helps like your nervous system like Calm take down. a second. Okay. And so I actually did a funny TikTok where it's like the song <laughs> is playing and someone's like, oh, you should drink water if you're feeling stressed. And I'm just downing it. Yeah. <laughs> because that's my response. Like so drink all of the water. Yeah. 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 This will fix my anxiety if I just keep downing the just water. water. So he's over there like waterboarding herself. Yeah. Like, trying to solve her anxiety. Almost did doing that TikTok I tried to drink like a ridiculous amount of water. Like, nope, Zoe, that's that's uh, that's ticked into torture now. Counterproductive. Went the wrong direction. But some of these lyrics still, I think, are kind of like interesting and stick out to me as someone who does struggle a little bit with anxiety. And so here from the pre-chorus, it says, when they lie, when they lie, just hit the reach out. I'll call you when they try. When they try, you know, I'll be there for you. So take a breath, drink water, and then kind of the hmm. chorus kicks in and stuff. And it's about calming down. Things are loud. Things may be out of <laughs> control, right? Things are cray-cray. Things are cray-cray. But, you know, your friends are there for you. And hmm. it's going to be okay. Just take a breath. Yeah. Drink some water. It's going to be know? okay. It's a very kind of simple song. But I think sometimes simple messages are still powerful. And yeah. we need to be reminded of them. And I think it's a layers kind of song, yeah. right? Like Because yeah. there's this very, you know, easily understood surface layer of like yes. literally Take a drink, drink water, <laughs> right? But yeah. then I feel like there's also kind of this layered, like metaphorical meaning there as well mm-hmm. of when life gets crazy and everything's coming at you. Mm-hmm. Like, take a breath, drink water is not only like a literal thing that we do; it's also just a metaphor for mm-hmm. slowing down in general right. and like calming ourselves. Mm-hmm. And drinking water is one method 
one way that we can do that. Yeah. Um, but then it also, and I don't even know if it's intended by the song, but as mm-hmm. I listened to it, I couldn't help but think of all the kind of spiritual metaphors right. that yeah. exist with water as well. Yeah. I immediately thought of that too, just like Jesus as living water and, yeah. you know, taking in Jesus, right? And also I think it's because it's got three voices, three artists all working on the song, it kind of brings this idea of like your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're with you. And so you're not alone mm-hmm. as you're going through whatever it is you're going through. You need to calm down. Like I, I just said with that pre-chorus, like, hey, reach out to me. I'll call you. Like, yeah. I'm here for you, right? Mutual support. Yeah. Mutual support, yeah. working yeah. together. And John Batiste, who's like the main guy who put this all together, this is his latest single and actually his whole album called World Music Radio. He's got a <laughs> ton of um, contributing artists, so he likes bringing yeah. people yeah. together. And when I was looking up the, the song in the album, what's the story behind Drink Water? You know, yes. <laughs> where did this hydration anxiety song come from? <laughs> uh, he had said something rather simple that he was writing a lot of these songs while he was traveling and he was leaning into diverse friends. So again, there's that thing about community and friendship. And he happened to be near big bodies of water. Mm. (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) There's the inspiration (laughs) uh, right there. But then John Bellion, who's collaborating on this, apparently he's been around the block. He's collaborated with a bunch of artists. Mm -hmm. He's worked with Eminem and Rihanna in 2015 with a song. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, so he's like experienced. He's a big deal. He's so good. He also is a prolific songwriter. Ah. He's written a number of hits for other artists. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's one of those guys that he's all over the (laughs) pop charts and like the music industry. You just may not have heard about him because he tends to be a writer and credited Ah. on a lot of other people's songs. Interesting. uh, As opposed to doing them himself. He's had a couple of big songs himself, too. And he's a fantastic vocalist. Yeah, uh, and we've actually played we, a couple other songs of his on Real FM, even. Yeah, we play uh, stupid, stupid Deep stupid is another deep. one that we've played by oh, him. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. It's a good one. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, he's he's a really great songwriter in particular. Yeah. yeah. So he's kind of one of the more experienced collaborators. But then there's Fireboy. <laughs> DML. I know nothing about. Right. Yeah, I'm like either. that immediately. Like, Who's Fireboy? Like, what is Because <laughs> you've got John, John, Fireboy. It's like, <laughs> what, what is this? And <laughs> Fireboy, DML. I don't know what the DML is for, but. Anyway, he's pretty cool. He's a Nigerian singer and songwriter. His actual name, I dare not pronounce. It is a a long, (laughs) wonderful looking name. We'll just stick with Fireboy. We'll just stick with Fireboy. Um, But he he has quickly amassed huge popularity. I mean, his song Jealous had millions of streams and massive radio airplay. Mm. So he's like, in contrast to John Bellion, he's an up and coming artist and singer, songwriter. Mm. And he has brought some like, I guess, a level of quality to music being produced in Nigeria and he's kind of like excited about that and so it's kind of cool seeing John Batiste take his work and bring in more artists bring in people do this collaboration Mm -hmm. I think it's really fun to see artists do that Yeah. yeah very cool we interrupt this program to bring you a pause my turn to press pause this week, and I am pausing to talk about pet parenting. Uh-huh. <laughs> because as I've been talking about endlessly, y'all are probably sick of it. Uh, we got <laughs> we got a new kitten. His name's Gilbert. He's adorable, but he's a kitten. And I forgot what it was like to have a kitten. <laughs> uh-huh. So my other cat's about five and he's chilled out, way chilled out. Yeah. And he is kind of a scaredy cat and so he's not as curious and adventurous as Gilbert is. (laughs) 
a so little more low maintenance, maybe? A little more low maintenance. So we love Gilbert, but we're currently navigating how to train a kitten <laughs> all over again. Gotta put up the baby security oh measures. Oh my goodness, like. <laughs> kind of. So I don't know that we're very good at it yet. And I was just reading some stuff online today. And I know, Anson, when you got your new dog, you took a deep dive into dog training. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, I need to do a deep dive into yeah. cat training because... It's just there. there's psychology and stuff behind it, you know, because your instinct is to yell and like clap your Don't hands. Don't do that. Like, Stop that. Get off of there. You know, and we've Spray done with the water bottle. I know. And and yet I'm reading online all this stuff about like cats don't necessarily correlate you know, the discipline with the behavior. So right. then they're just scared of you. And I'm like, yeah. oh no, is that why my older cat is terrified of everything? We disciplined him wrong. What have we done? Like, so, literally anything could spray me with water at yeah. any moment. Like, <laughs> yeah. And we have this little thing that we bought for the kitten, but it's not working very well that you set on the counter. It's motion detected. Uh -huh. and, and it sprays, it sprays it? them yes. if they jump up on it. Yeah. But it, it, we, it's so sensitive that like every time we walk by it, <laughs> You. It's spraying us. You're getting trained so not to. Like, my own kitchen. I now. can't go in there. So it's worn itself out already, and it's yeah. Gilbert doesn't care. He's like, "What's that?" Yeah, you know. So that seems fun. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's a fun noise. So currently, our big battles are the counters. The fridge. Every time we open the fridge, he's like in it. He wants oh, to be in the so fridge. Funny. He wants to be in the fridge so bad. It's so funny. Uh, and then there's a plant that he's currently oh, yeah. wanting to Eat. be in and be on. In. And like okay. he was like climbing inside of it this morning <laughs> and like on and biting off leaves. And I'm, okay. He is eating it then. Yeah. Put up higher. Yeah. I feel like plants are like <sighs> yeah. cancer. The, the mortal enemy to like cat care. <laughs> they like, are. So. They are. And I'm all worried over here. I'm like, is that plant gonna be toxic? Or are we poisoned? Him. And so there's yeah, that you know, extra anxiety. If it's not good for him, he'll probably puke it up all over here. Well, that's true. Floor. There's plenty of that, <laughs> which is great. That happens as well. So, <laughs> so the the actual like sibling rivalry that I was really worried about is going well. Yeah. That part of the pet parenting, but okay. we're currently dealing with like counters, fridges, plants. <laughs> oh, and the feeding is an issue. So oh, um, again, with my older cat, we had an automatic cat feeder. Didn't have to think about it at all. It just did its thing. He ate his food. He was happy. Well, we discovered because he's such a skittish cat. Like Gilbert was going in there. We were feeding Gilbert separately, but Gilbert would go in there when the food would go off yeah. and get go get in, that food. Go also, get it right? in front of him. And Reverb is, Reverb is too shy yeah. to like be like, no, that's my food. He would just yeah. back away. So now oh we're now we're feeding them at the same time. But it's hilarious because they want the other's food. They, they <laughs> always want the other's food. Like I want ones in his bowl. I'm like it's literally the same thing. <laughs> So I know I was like, is this this is our version of parenting. Yep. And I imagine you have felt all of these things every night at the dinner table. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I want what he has. It's literally the same yep. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of maddening. And also, yep. but our we, kids always want in the fridge. Right. <laughs> Axel has probably eaten the plant before. Oh, my God. He Dirt gets on the them. counter. I remember the story of him climbing on the counter and getting yeah, in the medicine yeah, cabinet. That's yeah. true. Mm -hmm. That's a thing medicine that happens. Medicine cabinets, candy cabinet. The, oh, you know, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I'm doing, I'm currently doing it's research. Part of the deal. It's just part of it. And I love them so much. And I'm like, they're bringing me so much joy. But 
also, how do I keep you off the counters? What do I do? Um, and not like damage you, you right. know, like psychologically. I don't want to emotionally scar you, but you cannot I, get on the but counter. But you can't do this. So I'm, yeah. my next idea is sticky tape. Like you can put it on placemats that you put uh, on the counter when you're not there. And they don't like the feeling of stickiness. They walk on it. Then it so like they're like, ew. Sticks to their paws. So like, ah. I'm like, okay. So we might, might try that. Yeah. I don't know what we'll do about the food yet. I thought about getting one of those. I know you have this for your dog. One of those um, like puzzles or the play things yeah. for them. Yeah. With the food, yeah, because the other problem mental enrichment, yeah. (laughs) And then, because the other problem is when we're eating, Gilbert wants to be like on us and yeah, and like in our face, something to do. Yeah, my cats become vultures when my husband and I have dinner. So, I'm like, we need maybe we just need to feed them at the same time. And do they need a toy? Will they actually stick with the toy or will they get bored and be like, Uh. no, (laughs) yeah, just silently shaking my head? No, they won't. Yeah, I feel like Zoe's going to have to be the one here to provide you with any tips if there are any. Because yeah. we had three cats growing up, yeah. but like I don't think we ever actually adopted a cat that was younger that was than about kitten. two years yeah. old. That's like a, we got all yeah. ours from shelters. Oh yeah, and yeah. I think they were all at least probably at least a year old, maybe a couple years old by the time that we got them. So we never really did the kitten thing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it is different when you get an older cat. It is Mm -hmm. different. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're way more chill. We have to tire him out. Like, we have all the toys. We thought we had too many toys. Now we're like, we don't have enough toys. We need more toys. (laughs) He's still not getting worn out. Did you get any of your cats as kittens? Yeah. Oh, I've got so many cat stories. I've I've grown up my whole life with cats. My family's cat people. They've only recently got a dog, which has been an adventure for my parents. (laughs) (laughs) But like I had a kitten when I I was six years old. I got a kitten and she was my best friend for 13 years. She was the best. And it was really hard saying goodbye to her. Yeah. Traumatic. It was very, it's still like still to this day, I'll like get flashbacks or like memories or whatever. It'll be (laughs) my baby. Oh, you know, I know it's, it's hard. It's hard when you've got a like the special animal that like is yes. so special, and she was just a different kind of animal because whenever I'd be sad in bed or sick, yes. like she knew. Uh, I know. And so right? she would just comfort Ooh. me. You know, and my my cat currently doesn't do that. He's like, <laughs> He's like whatever. My cat Jasper. She'll be fine. My, yeah. no, my cat Jasper needs me to comfort him. That's yeah. my joke. Is I'm yeah. his emotional support <laughs> animal. He gets so anxious and stressed, and he gets jealous of the other cat. He's I just know. a little emotional mess. My yeah. poor cat. Oh. But um, we have had kittens and actually Jasper, my one of my cats, it's a fun story. Like during Easter weekend, mm-hmm. my dad was outside and he yells at us, everyone come outside. And so we all run outside, all me and my siblings, my mom, we run outside to the backyard and my dad ominously opens the lid to our wood box where all our firewood is in. Oh boy. He ominously opens it and I'm expecting mice or oh, yeah. something horrible, it? you know, and then we see Oh, and I'm, we're all like, ah! and we reached down. We each pick one up, and there was one like deep down in the wood, and we had oh. to rescue it. And they were so tiny, and they like had only just seemed to open their eyes, like oh. they were struggling with their eyes. And so there were four of them: two boys, two girls. We weighed them, and based on their weight, they're about four weeks old. Oh my gosh! And because we rescued them, mom would probably not come back. Yeah. So we got oh. baby kitten formula with little bottles and yes. like we nursed them and like we oh. fostered them until they were old enough to have kibble. And then we were going to try to give them homes. And we ended up keeping the two boys, the yes. brothers, which were named Jean-Claude and Jasper. <laughs> Good things. <laughs> yep. Good and whenever I moved to Arkansas, I decided to take Jasper with me and he became my cat. Yeah. And so Jasper is about four years old now. And my husband's cat, Felix, is 13. Oh. And 
That's tough. So you had an older cat, Reverb, who's not that old. He's like, you yeah, know, he's like five. five. Yeah. But then you got a kitten, which is supposed to be the better combination. Yes. yes. Because I thought Jasper was young enough still. Yeah. But the issue is they're both adult males. And so they try to have dominance yeah. over the, the area. Like they're trying to be top dog, top yeah. cat. Top cat. Uh, oh and boy. Jasper just will not let it go. <laughs> oh. He will not surrender the authority the to yeah. the older cat. Oh. He, and Felix so doesn't have his front claws and he's 13, so he's old. And so yeah. he just doesn't want to put up with Jasper. And Jasper just constantly bullies him. Yeah. And so for the past year, I've vented to Kara over my cat <laughs> troubles since moving them in and then oh, like fighting and stuff but rough. it's gotten a lot better i'm so glad it's a lot better but it's still still my cat's so annoying my <laughs> i love him he's sweet but I he's know. so mean he's I so know. mean to the other cat <laughs> like come on it's so rough it's so rough because you can't like talk to him like kids yes. you wish you could sit down and reason with them like yes this is not yeah. how we behave that always i say that, that to works. him yeah. i'm like you need to behave <laughs> yeah Anson, it totally works totally. My, my kids speak english it doesn't mean that <laughs> You can reason with them. That's a good point. Let's, not, let's not go too kids, far. Kids get older, though. Like, my cat will always be a cat. He will sure. always be yeah. a baby no, child. Obviously, there are differences. Yeah, but, but I will say, like, I mean, there is a similarity in the sense that, like, yes, your kids speak English. You can communicate with them. Yeah. But they also still have their own wills. Oh, yeah. And they... Ex, you know, yeah. they express those wills, and just because <sighs> they get older doesn't necessarily mean those expression of wills gets, gets less. less. In yeah. some ways, it gets more intense. <laughs> um, and yep. the one thing I think that many, many parents of like kids and probably pets too like struggle with is like they truly are a different yeah entity. entity They're their own, are. their own, yeah. and you thing. can't control everything about them, no matter yep. how much you want to. That you is can so and so there is, yeah. I know a lot of like empty nester stage mm. parents talk about their kids moving out and maybe estranged relationships and mm. things. I mean, yeah. that can get really, really hard when your kids end up taking a direction in life or doing things that you don't agree with or yeah. that you wouldn't have yeah. chosen. That can be really, really difficult. And I think in a small <laughs> way, that can apply to our pets as well. It of does. like, like, look, you can't just. <laughs> you know, when I'm training a dog or whatever, yeah. like, I can train the dog for its own good. Yeah. But some of the selfishness that comes from like, I just want you to behave a certain yes. way and do yeah. things for me because it's convenient for me. Right. I can't just dominate you into doing that. Right. Otherwise, I'm not really respecting like your yes. rights to be your own being. Right. And so there's a certain amount of frustration that sometimes comes with that of when we realize like, you know, we don't actually have like all the control, control here. Yeah. Right. We can't just make you do exactly what we want. That's not how life works. That so. isn't. And sometimes it, as much as I hate to admit it, Gilbert in some ways is a healthier cat than Reverb. And we, we've talked, <laughs> this is funny, we've talked about in terms of trauma, we always say that Reverb had a traumatic beginning in life because he was rescued from a dumpster. Yeah. And we can see that in him. He's a fearful cat. Yeah. And mm. Gilbert has no fear of anything oh. because he was raised in this like loving home where he was all around all these cats and he was, you know, loved and cuddled and taken care of and he always had food. And in some ways he he's very confident and brave and that leads to exploration and creativity and trouble for us. Right. But in a way it's like, but you're doing the cat. You're yes. doing what you're supposed to be it's doing. It's actually good. It's actually good. Yeah. It's just inconvenient it's just for inconvenient. us. Exactly. But, you know, I have to be okay with that because 
good for you. Like you're right. being a cat. Like yeah. <laughs> I just have to learn to like work with you and train you instead of dominating yeah. you, which is which tricky. There's probably a, a really good life lesson there. Yeah, there like is. sometimes mm. there's a lot of good and in inconvenience. Yes. You know, that's uh, true. It can teach us a lot. We can mm. learn a lot from, from those mm-hmm. kinds of situations. I think very true. Yeah. Fast forward. All right. And now it's time for fast forward. I am looking forward to something that apparently has already begun. Oh, but not for me. (laughs) I have a guess. (laughs) Do you? We talked about it a bit on the show this week that you get into the first week of August. Yes. And there are companies that are already jumping into the fall (laughs) drink thing. Oh. We've got uh, 7-Eleven already doing pumpkin spice lattes. Krispy mm-hmm. Kreme is already jumping in there as well. Yep. All of these companies start like the first week of August now mm-hmm. with all of the fall. Suddenly it's fall. Seasonal yes. stuff. And you're like, it's still like 98 degrees outside, yeah, you is, dingbats. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, fall doesn't officially start till like September 20th or exactly. something like that. And yet, you know, ridiculous. we can't help ourselves. We got to start like the first week of August. So I'm standing firm, not having any fall drinks, but I will say I am looking forward. to the weather being appropriate for fall drinks and being able to enjoy fall drinks because it's actually time for them. I agree. Not just because all of the marketing companies (laughs) say that it's time for them. Agreed. So I'm just kind of curious, what's your guys' go-to fall drink? Not PSLs. Not lattes. They're gross. What? Okay. Hot take. Fighting words. Kara, I'm gonna have to (laughs) make you something, and we're gonna we're gonna change this. Okay. Uh, All right. Are you a big PSL fan? I am a basic girl. (laughs) (laughs) So I I was. I was I was anti PSL because I didn't want to be that girl. I didn't want to be boring like that. But (laughs) but I don't know what happened. I tried one or something, and this was when I was working like four jobs before I moved to Arkansas. I was working like crazy, saving up money. Yeah, and I had about a fifty minute commute from my 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 home to my first job. Uh, And it's a long story, but. I have this fond memory of on my way to that job, I yeah. stopped at the, the the chain that's in Minnesota called Caribou Coffee. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite chain. And they have an amazing pumpkin spice latte. Okay. And so in like, you know, September, October, it's the perfect season. I would get my yes. iced pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> half sweet. Because that's the thing. Like it has, it's mm-hmm. so sweet. Yeah. And then I would drink it on my way to, to my job. And so I've like got fond and okay. nostalgic that's memories yep. in this crazy season of preparing to yes. move to this new life in mm. Arkansas. And so, yeah, I think if you make it right, you know, okay. if you have less sweetness, because, you know, it tastes like fall. It's got the but autumnal it, spices it just, in it. I'm always I would I want to like it. Yeah. <laughs> but whenever I get one, I'm always disappointed. Mm. I'm like, oh, that's what that tastes like. But you like. love pumpkin pie. <laughs> I do, but it doesn't taste like pumpkin pie. It tastes maybe you're having the wrong PSL. Maybe I'm I think the wrong PSL. I think I need to make you. Maybe like, you do. A right. proper maybe we'll have a taste test yeah. okay. sometime That's fair. this fall. Yeah, yeah, that's fair because exactly. it doesn't taste like pumpkin pie to me. Yeah, <laughs> my go-to is a uh, good old salted caramel mocha oh, like, yeah. in the okay. in the fall. Like yeah. that's just I know you can have that anytime, but yeah. for some reason, like in the fall, that just hits the spot for yeah. me. Anything with like I, I don't know exactly, but the like kind of toasted coconut kind oh, of like vibe. Me too. I'm I love anything that. coconut. So that's kind of good. Mm-hmm. And then my kind of basic drink that I really enjoy in the fall is just apple cider, like hot apple cider. You're making s'mores or sitting out by a campfire or something about like hot apple cider. I've never been a big hot chocolate fan. Yeah. Um, Mm, Like my wife loves hot chocolate. I'm just not as into chocolate as a lot of people. So when people are having like the hot chocolate, 
the hot apple cider is kind of my yes. go-to version of that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had, I know Starbucks isn't popular. It's not cool to say you like Starbucks, but <laughs> Starbucks, Starbucks has an apple cider drink. I can't remember what it is, but it is like the best apple oh, cider okay. I've ever had. I have not mm. had it. No. Okay. I'll have to look it up what it exactly it is, but it's a specific fancy apple okay. cider thing. I really, the one so thing good. I struggle with around drinks like this is I really struggle with going paying. to like coffee shops and yeah. paying for them. Yeah. Mm. They're so, they're so expensive. expensive. Yeah, they are. <laughs> And so we make most of our kind of yeah. drinks at home. And mm-hmm. I'm just not much of a coffee drinker. Yeah. I, I struggle with caffeine. And so mm, yeah. I tend to stay away from anything that has caffeine in it. So I don't frequent yeah. coffee yeah. shops a lot anyway. So I'm not just, I'm not very used to That's fair. doing it. But I do enjoy like a fun drink. Yeah. And certainly mm-hmm. I feel like the fall is just yeah, the best time for them. I don't know. Warm, like, cup yeah. of something. Exactly. Yes. It, I'm just, looking it just forward, feels yeah. right. So I'm it looking does. forward to that. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to it being cold enough to need a warm cup. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or I like to bake, right? So like oh, filling the yes. apartment with smells of baked mm. muffins and go. breads. Like yes. I do that all year round. Yes, but, but it's different when you bake in the yeah. summer and it's hot. Yeah, it's not right. as fun. And then in the fall or winter, like yeah. it just, oh, it's just so cozy. The fall, yeah, the fall mm-hmm. just seems like the right mm-hmm. time for that kind of it stuff. Does. Yeah. So it does. Okay. I like that season. Me too. We're looking forward to it. We're all looking forward to it. All right, friend. I hope you have a great rest of your week. We'll see. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. <laughs>